is going on River Valley. I am so glad to be back with you. As Kirk mentioned, I am back this week and he's come back from ministry trip. So next week we'll both be back together, but excited today to talk about 21 days of prayer and fasting on the River Valley podcast. I love last week's episode. If you missed it, make sure to listen to it about goal setting. Pastor Kirk talks about goals and how we need to set goals. I know I posted my goals on Instagram so I could be accountable to everyone. And I've been, it's been fun to hear people say, hey, I love that goal, or I'm going to keep you accountable on that goal, so thank you for that. And I hope that you have goals for the year, and not because they're this superficial way where we can feel good about ourselves, but really because we want to grow and we want God to use us in amazing ways. When we think about 21 days of prayer and fasting, there's a lot of goals that we have in the midst of that. God, I want to hear from you. I want to experience you in different ways. We're going to fast meals. I have some questions that I'm going to be able to answer as well. And hear actually from Pastor Kirk, even though he's not on this episode, there's actually a testimony that he talked to Michaela about that we're going to go to and listen to a clip from that. And so I'm just excited for this. We're just getting started. And so we had Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening prayer. So if you haven't been a part of that or you missed that on Tuesday, make sure to be a part of that these next two weeks as we lean into that. Of course, that isn't the only time we're praying, but Pastor Rob talked about the benefits of praying this last week. He talked about fasting, and there were some questions that came up around that. And Joanne asked, is the plan to fast a meal every day for 21 days? Now, certainly that could be something that we do, but we think that the plan should be what you feel God's speaking to you about. And in that, there's probably a meal or a day that we're fasting on Tuesdays as a church. We're saying, hey, that would be a great day if you fasted the whole day. One day, our, most of us, our bodies can handle it. And we're going to get to another question that's related to maybe some unique circumstances in a moment. But giving up food for one day and seeing what God speaks to you, leaning in. And it's not just going hungry, but it's in the times of your meals, replacing that with times of prayer, times of devotion, times of asking God, hearing from him when, you're, when your hunger pains are, are starting. You say, God, what are you speaking to me? And I want to do this for a purpose. And so don't just fast to fast. Fast for a purpose. What are you believing for? What are you praying for? What are breakthroughs in your life? Is it your marriage? Is it your your workplace? Is it your finances? Is it you, you haven't heard from God in a long time because maybe you've been distracted. And so this is an extra time for you to lean in. So certainly it could be fasting one meal a day for 21 days. But I think for more people, it's maybe one one time they're fasting or they're, they're not eating a whole day or maybe a few days in a row, or maybe they're doing just liquids and they're, they're doing this to consecrate themselves before the Lord so that they can see an area of breakthrough, that they can hear God and push the noise away. And so again, maybe that is what God's asking you to do, but I do think one meal a day may actually just kind of feel like, ah, I'm hungry all the time versus doing it over a period of time, or maybe it's a specific meal. Maybe it's lunch every day because you're at your workplace and you're going to pray during work lunch that normally you would go out with other people or normally you'd order it in. So I think if there's intentionality, there's not a wrong way to to pick your fast as long as you're doing it in prayer. Um, but I do think we all can fast something. And this question, I didn't get a name on it, 
But it says, I have a question I'm struggling with. I really want to participate in 21 days of prayer and fasting. Any suggestions how I can participate in the fasting aspect, even being pregnant this time around? A couple girls in my Bible study are also pregnant, and we'd love to hear some ideas on the podcast for fasting in atypical seasons such as these, when normal fasts from food or water aren't necessarily safe. Thank you. I think it's such a great question because you obviously don't want to put yourself in a position to where you're risking your health. And, you know, you see Jesus fasting 40 days and 40 nights and it's tired. And I think sometimes we say, I'm going to do that. I'm going to fast 40 days and 40 nights. But I do think there's unique circumstances such as being pregnant or maybe people who are um, coming off of addiction or there's those who struggle with um, different illnesses such as eating disorders that, that it can be very difficult. And first I want to encourage and say, I do think there's a point in your life where fasting food and maybe food and water is a reality. So I think that's something to start and say, okay, maybe it's not today. Maybe it's not this time around, but I don't want us to opt out forever and to say, this is something I can't ever do because of the circumstance I'm in. And of course, there's some that are more temporary or some that have more long-term effects, but I do think there's something both personally and what we see in scripture. I see fasting food is an area that we can see breakthrough in our life. So I, I, I don't want to push that aside and say we can never do this, but I do think in certain circumstances we say, all right, Lord, I'm trusting you that there is a season in my life that I have a human being growing inside me or I'm coming off a difficult situation that I don't think this is the right place for me to do. However, I think there's many distractions that we don't necessarily see in the biblical example but we can see in the fruit of what it is, is ridding ourselves from distraction, actually giving up something so that we can have close, closer relationship with God. Pastor Rob talked about it in social media. Is that something a lot of people fast? Because it takes up so much time. And although it may not look the same as a, as a food fast, it's giving up time to where we're giving that back to the Lord. Maybe you'd say, I watch tons of Netflix. And during these 21 days, I'm going to give up Netflix or I'm going to give up binge watching TV shows at night with my husband or with my friends. And we're going to actually devote that time to prayer. We're going to devote that time to hearing from him. I think that's a great example. I also think there's certain types of foods that maybe you'd say, these are things that I crave that are so important to me, sweets or desserts or things that are, are carb over carbs and you just get tired from and drain you and you say, I'm actually going to eat different types of foods or healthier foods that I can have in order for me to fast and give this to the Lord. There's other types of fasts like the Daniel fast that limit your consumption, but still give you some sort of nutrients. Again, I think that's something that as being pregnant or coming off some of these difficult situations, you're going to have to prayerfully consider, but I don't want you to feel that it is lesser than because you can't do this in this season, but also don't opt yourself out in the future. So I know I'm kind of speaking out of both sides of my mouth, but I think that there are ways, the, the purpose should be, God, what are you speaking to me? And how can I get closer to you? And how can I spend time with you? And how can I believe for this breakthrough in my life? And so I think that's an area where God is going to speak to you. We're in this with you. We're celebrating this with you. And in the midst of pregnancy or other areas of your life that you say, this is difficult for me, find other areas that you can lean into this. And I believe that more time in his presence and giving up something that we love is part of the example of what we see in fasting is that God, I am reliant on you. 
I'm reliant on your presence and I don't need this thing in my life in order for me to give it to you. A couple more ideas that you can have is maybe you go out to restaurants quite often and you say, I want to spend less money and I want to eat at home and I'm going to cook in, in, in different ways. We're going to save money. We're going to not go out. We're going to spend time with family. Maybe that's something for people that you'd say, Hey, we've, we've actually not gotten into a rhythm of family meals together. And maybe fasting actually can give you that opportunity to where you break your fast together as a family or at the end of this time, at the end of it, we have a worship night. You actually bring your family together and talk about this. Hey, what has God been speaking as you've been off of TV shows and you've been fasting food and you've been doing a Daniel fast? Use this opportunity to talk to family, to talk to friends about what God is speaking to you because we don't want this to just be in a vacuum. So I hope that's helpful. And uh, I would just want to encourage all those who are listening who maybe feel like they're in that boat as well. And Alex asked a question, what have you all seen as from past years of prayer and fasting? And that's such a great question. I think this is the perfect time to kick it to the conversation that Pastor Kirk and Michaela had that maybe if you have the River Valley app, you saw this already, but if you didn't or if you just want to hear it again, I want us to kick over to that conversation where Pastor Kirk talks with Michaela about what fasting has done in her life over the last six years. Well, Michaela, I'm excited for you to be able to share your story and what God has done in your life and over the last six years of being mm-hmm. a part of our church. Mm-hmm. Is that how long you've been coming? Yeah, about seven. But yeah, six years is when we started officially doing 21 days of prayer and fasting. So. so part of the point of this conversation is for our church to be able to hear specifically how you've engaged over the years with 21 days of prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. tell us how you found River Valley. And you just said you've been coming for seven mm-hmm. years. What does the last seven years look like for you? I actually went to youth group um, many, many years ago, a couple times at the Apple Valley campus. I did not know that yeah. <laughs> until right now. Um, and so just being plugged in there for a short period of time. And then uh, Calvin and I, long story short, we walked away from the Lord for a period of our life. Um, Calvin's my husband. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we were feeling the draw to come back to church, we were just looking around. We lived in Minneapolis at the time and uh, just looked up online, churches that are in the area and River Valley came up and I remembered going there as a kid and I was like, it was fun. So let's give this a shot. It was Mother's Day weekend. Charlotte Gamble was preaching. Yes. Uh, it was awesome. You were the campus pastor at the time at Minneapolis yep. campus. And yeah, that was about May um, being Mother's Day. So uh, yeah, and then over the last few years, it's been just a wild journey because I'm now on staff. I never thought I'd be working in ministry, but... Explain to everybody what you do on staff. Yes, yeah, so I'm the communications director. Yep. I oversee uh, social, digital, calendar, um, marketing, all the internal, external communication, um, and it's the best. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> tell me a little bit about... Uh, we'll get into 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting, but tell me a little bit about um, who you were when you started attending mm-hmm. and then and just uh, maybe some highlights of all that God's done in your life up until this point. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot to share. Yeah. Yeah. But. I'll try and keep it uh, short because it's a lot and the Lord has done a lot. But um, when I think back to seven years ago, being at River Valley, I was empty and broken. I'd grown up in the church. I knew mm-hmm. the Lord. I had the Holy Spirit living inside me. And so I was very intentional about running from the Lord and the Holy Spirit's so good and kept tugging at me all those years. But um, just because of uh, decisions I had made in my life and the way I was living in this world, um, I felt a lot of shame and was just 
pushing God away for a long time, but he's so good and kept running after me. And so because of that pull from the Holy Spirit, that's how we're like, we really need to get um, plugged into the church. My husband didn't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, didn't really understand what it was Mm -hmm. um, at that time. So to him, it was really foreign, but, um, and he struggles with addiction. I'll add that too. That's a big part of our uh, testimony with 21 days of prayer and fasting. But when we came to Minneapolis campus, actually it was something you said that really resonated Mm. with him of you shared a little bit of your testimony, even just how you were running from the Lord at one time and seeing you as a pastor and being so vulnerable um, in the things that you went through like that for Calvin was a huge impact of like, okay, this guy has made mistakes and he's up on the stage preaching to us. Um, Maybe there's a place for me here after all. And so um, we started attending pretty regularly at Minneapolis campus at that time. We weren't super involved. We were still kind of living one foot in, one foot out. Um, We weren't serving. We weren't doing any of that. But uh, fast forward to the end of the year, things were just continuing to be more difficult for us. We were living together at the time. Um, And yeah, it was just empty and we needed change. And so 21 days of prayer and fasting was coming up and we're like, well, I mean, do we give this a shot? Like we don't like where we're at right now. Right now. And uh, so that's why we decided to go all in for this because we had been living half yeah. in, half out, and it wasn't working. And we were still really unhappy and empty. And so, yeah, 21 days came up and we're like, let's do this thing. So, 21 days, that first year being a part of our church, you both, you and Calvin, were like, we're going to participate and we're going to give it all we have uh, to seek God, Mm -hmm. to be in prayer, to see how he might change our life. What was that first year like? And then Mm -hmm. you've you've been participating in 21 days over the years. So Mm -hmm. what does it look like last year and even this coming year? What do you believe in God for? Yeah. So that first year, it's funny. I was even just looking back at my journals to uh, get a little refreshed on where I've been the last six years. I love that you have your journals. Yeah, Yeah. As I was preparing for this and I couldn't find the journal from that first year. And I was thinking about, it. I was like, man, did I even journal that first year? Yeah. Because that's such a huge part of um, just my relationship with the Lord and how I process. And when I'm reading and praying, I just always have a journal because I feel like it just helps me remember what the Lord is speaking to Highly me. Highly encouraged yes, for anybody. Journaling. Like, yeah, so then I thought it was kind of cool as I was thinking about it, like, oh, I didn't even journal. Like, But that's where I started with this. You know, yeah. I didn't have really any habits or routines in place at that time. Um and then like I found another journal that was literally the day after 21 days of prayer and fasting, I started journaling every single day. And yep. so I don't know if I was journaling during that first year, um, but yeah, Calvin and I made that decision. Let's do this. And that was the first time him and I really had prayed consistently every day for 21 days yep. and read our Bible consistently um, for 21 days and even praying together, like out yep. loud together. We hadn't done that before. Yeah. Um, and so that was that was huge. And um, that was the year of Step Into the Yes. That was the vision yes, for the church. And so yep. I look back at that year and <clears throat> I don't know that there was any like huge moments within the 21 days. I was like, okay, yes, we were putting in these routines and these practices, but I look at that as the foundation that we laid for the rest of the year because yep. then what the rest of the year looked like after that was Calvin and I both got water baptized. We both started serving regularly. We were plugged into small groups. I went on my first global team. Okay, no, where did you go? Uh, I went to uh, Sweden. I just yes. got back from Spain, so I was going to yeah, say Spain, yeah. but I was in Sweden. Yep. Um, and then we made the decision to move 
move out and live separately. We'd been living together at that time. And um, yeah, so we made a lot of really big moves in our life in that year. And I just look back to what we were praying um, and during those 21 days. And I have no doubt it was because of the discipline um, and the time that we spent in those 21 days, really like all in um, and sacrificing our time. You know, it is a sacrifice, whether you're fasting food in your time, waking up earlier in the morning. And for me too, at that time, I didn't really like reading the Bible. I had a hard time processing it and understanding it. And now fast forward today, it's like, I need it. I like, it's what gets me out of bed is reading the Bible. And so now like 21 days today, it's like, how do I um, build even more time? I have a lot, I spend a lot of time in the morning. Um, For me, it's like an hour and a half. And so it's like adding more time in the morning, Lord. Okay. I'm going to do that. But back then it was like, I don't even really like reading the Bible. Yes. (laughs) So, I mean, that was that first year. Um, yeah. So look, yeah, mm-hmm. look at all God's done as we enter this 21 days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- this first week of 21 days in prayer fasting is really kind of the theme of the week is mm-hmm. praise. And yeah. your whole testimony is mm-hmm. something to give God praise for. What are you, uh, like, how are you preparing for this 21 days? Mm-hmm. And what do you believe in God for seven years into this journey being a part of our church? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I'm going to backtrack to a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, Calvin and I got married and we've been married now for five years. And in that first year of marriage, we went through some of the darkest days. I thought we had gone through the darkest days in those years that we weren't living for the Lord, but we had gone through some of our darkest and hardest days in that time. A lot of it tied to what Calvin was dealing with, with his addictions and things. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was, again, it landed right around 21 days of prayer and fasting. And so in that year of 21 days of prayer and fasting, Calvin, like he went to war that year. So I feel like each year you can approach it differently with where you are at in life. With what you're going through. Yeah. With what you're going through. For that first year for me, it was like, I don't even know what I'm doing, but I'm going to go all in and try and figure this out. I didn't even journal and here we are. And then yep. that year, three years ago, um, or 2021, we went to war. You know, yep. we were... <laughs> We fasted for seven days. Like we'd never done anything like that before. Yep. Calvin had scripture wrapped around the walls. Yeah, and you're fighting for your lives yes. and fighting for your marriage. Yes, and so that year was like really, really intense. And But then I looked back at my journal and I'm reading through the things that I had wrote down. And that's why I cannot encourage people enough to be journaling we are living in the fruit of, if I'm honest, I thought we would be divorced. I didn't think we were going to make it. Mm-hmm. But there was a point during 21 days of prayer and fasting where I just felt like my faith rising up in me. And I just journaled it down and I was like, Calvin and I will have an amazing marriage yep. and Calvin is going to be a leader and the Lord is going to use our testimony yep. um, to change people's lives. And so even preparing for um, this conversation with you, I was like, oh, I'm so nervous, but I prayed for this moment right here. And I think that's another important thing to remember of like looking back in my journal, um, the Lord answered prayers in ways that I expected and hoped he would. And he also answered prayers in ways that I didn't expect. Um, But it's still fun to look back and see how he's answered those prayers. So then going in to answer your original question of what I'm praying for and what it looks like going into this year. Well, I take time before the 21 days of prayer and fasting and Pastor Rob shares a message before it actually starts. So I feel like that helps get people in the mindset of thinking like, okay, how I'm going to, yeah, how I'm going to approach this. What does this even mean? Um, And so for me, I one think of like, okay, what's going to stretch me in this season? And what is, what does sacrifice actually look like for me? You know, I could sacrifice breakfast, but half the time I already am 
like not eating breakfast. So it's yeah, like, yeah. is that really a sacrifice to yep. me? Or does fasting lunch or dinner look more like a sacrifice? Does fasting TV, you know, we yep. go in seasons of like, oh, we're just going to binge watch all of these shows. And yep. um, so it's looking at what does the sacrifice look for me in this season of life? Because I think that also changes. Yep. Um, and then figuring out a routine that works well for you. I'm not a parent yet, but I know like for some parents, it's like waking up way earlier than you ever thought. Yep. Um, <clears throat> or maybe it's in the evening. For me, I like to do my time in the morning because it just sets the tone for the rest of my day. Um, and so I'm just journaling like, okay, what is this going to look like practically for me for the next 21 days? And I have that written down as well. I yep. have key things that I'm praying for and I do really big things and I do really specific things. Yep. Um, and so I just, and then we have things that we as a church are praying for together. So yep. we'll get a booklet this year um, and have that and we'll be praying together. But yeah, I think having a game plan before you go into that first day is so important and writing it down and holding yourself accountable. Nobody else is going to, you're going to be the one holding yourself accountable. And so I think you're going to get out of it what you put into it. If you're going to go half in, um, I mean, the Lord may surprise you because he's good like that. But yep. if you go all the way in, imagine just what the Lord could do. Um, and for us, it's just, we're still walking in the fruit of what we put in six years ago and, um, and then what we're praying now, you know, so... I've loved being able to witness what God's done in your life and in Calvin's life and you as a couple and then you being on our team and on our staff helping lead in our creative uh, department. And mm -hmm. so I'm I'm grateful and I give God praise for your testimony, mm -hmm. your story. Shout mm -hmm. out to Calvin who's yeah. not on, on the video. <laughs> He's but major part of this and we love your family. We'll, we love what God's doing and yeah. just believing that this 21 days is gonna be miraculous for mm -hmm. every person participating yes. in our church. Yes. Thanks for being here. Yes, thank you. I love that so much. And I love what she said. No one else is going to do this for you. Obviously, she has an amazing story of what God has done through her in 21 days of prayer and fasting. So I hope that answered your question, Alex. But no one else is going to do it for you. And maybe that feels like a lot of pressure. But I think that's true for a lot of areas of our life in discipline, in our spiritual walk. No one else will do it for us. So we lean in. God is with us, though, and that's a big part of it. No one will do it for us, but God will be with us and we'll have others that will support us along the way. A few thoughts that I was writing down as I was listening to that with you all. One small step is maybe the start. And Michaela mentioned the first year, they had never prayed aloud before. And maybe that's a small step for you. That you say, I've never prayed out loud. I've never prayed with my spouse. I've never prayed with my family. I've never prayed with a friend. Never done that. Or maybe you never served or you've never showed up early to church to talk to people. You want to leave early and get out of there before you have to say anything to anyone. And it's a small step and it may seem insignificant. And some may say, well, that's not very much. Hey, it's a starting point. But you notice how that small step led her into relationship with God and then actually led her to repentance. They were living together and they moved out. And I think prayer and fasting can lead us to repentance. I think it can lead us to say, these are areas in my life that I'm actually living in sin. And I think as believers, sometimes we say, it's just, those are just weaknesses. They're just weaknesses in my life. And the truth is, no, there's sin. There's sin in our life that we need to repent from. And it may not look the same for other people. It may not seem as significant, but all sin leads to death. And we need to repent before God. And so maybe one of the things that you'll lean into and see in prayer and fasting is repentance. 
Another thing I see in the theme of her story is battles. There are going to be battles. And sometimes in prayer and fasting, and you heard it, there's years, there's times, there's seasons where you need to battle. You need to battle in prayer. You need to battle in faith. You need to battle with other people. You need to get support to say, I'm going through a difficult situation. And in prayer and fasting in 21 days, I am going to praise you, but I am praising you in the storm. I am praising you in the trial. I am praising you in the difficulty. And I need help. And in the midst of that, we are battling together. But what happens in the battle and when we come on the other side of that, and even sometimes in the middle of it, is our faith rises up. We see our faith grow. We see the victories that God has in scripture, but we start to see victories in our own life to say, look at how far we've come. And I'm sure even Michaela, as she's telling that story, she looks back and goes, look at how far we've come. It's incredible to see. But your faith rises up. And then when you get into the next battle or when God asks you for the next small step or when you look to repentance again, your faith is strong to where you say, God, I know you're with me. I know you're speaking to me. I know the Holy Spirit is alive in my life and my faith is rising up. And then what happens when our faith goes up, what happens when we repent, what happens when we fight battles is we grow. And we grow in our faith. We grow in our relationship with God. We grow in what he's speaking to us. And so in 21 days of prayer and fasting, we grow. We see how we grow stronger. We grow in our relationships. We grow in our toughness. Some people, I was listening, uh, I was watching a show the other day and he said, I'm strong, but he's tough. As believers, I absolutely want to be strong, but I also want to be tough. And I think the distinction is strong is strength, what you can do, what maybe you can lift, what maybe you can push around. But toughness is what you can handle. Toughness is what you can bear. And I think fasting builds toughness in us as believers. It makes us stronger, yes, but it makes us tough because life is difficult. And you need a toughness in life to push through. And fasting does that and prayer does that. And it's not exclusive to these first 21 days, but I hope these first 21 days build a habit that we start to see growth in our life and we start to see breakthrough in the things that we're believing for. And I wanna end this in prayer as we always do. And then of course, listening and worshiping and reflecting on what God has for us. But these are from our Apple Valley campus. Someone says, pray, I need help with my finances. Another one says, pray for us as we go through these next 21 days of prayer and fasting. Pray for me as I go for an ultrasound and an MRI for breast cancer. I recently moved to Minnesota, praying we get connected and build community for me and my son. Someone else says, I need community. I've lived here for a year. I'm longing for community. I pray that I would draw closer to God. Just want to mention small groups launch first week of February. Get in a small group. Find that community. Someone else, please pray for my family. We're going through so much. Praying for next steps in mine and my husband's career. Pray that 21 days will draw me closer to God. Pray for my mom. She's been sick. Pray for my dad and his salvation. Pray for spiritual strength for my aunt. Pray for my son-in-law who's struggling in his walk with the Lord and needs to find a job. Pray for my son as he needs a healing miracle and financial security. Pray for family restoration. Pray for an uncle who's battling anxiety. And pray for my son who battles addiction. Let's end with some praises. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done and all you're going to do. Someone else says, I just moved here from abroad. We're so thankful for his many blessings, his favor, and the doors that he continues to open for our family. Thank you, Lord, for grace and forgiveness. What a great thing to thank him for. Someone else says, my son is feeling better from his sickness. Thank you for healing him, Lord. 
Someone else says, thank you for prayers last week. I lost my job in October. And last week, I had a handful of job interviews and job offers. I accepted a position with an excellent company and start this week. What an amazing praise. And I want to pray for all the needs, all those who are going through and breakthrough in 21 days of prayer and fasting. God, I pray right now. I pray for every need. I pray for everyone that I read, everyone that I didn't, everyone that was spoken and not. God, that you see every single need. You see every difficulty. You see every challenge. You see every breakthrough. You see those who want to grow in their faith, who want to grow in their relationship, God. I pray that you would use 21 days of prayer and fasting to help us lean in and grow much closer to you, closer than we've ever been before, that we'd hear story after story like Michaela's, that we'd hear story of repentance, story of battles that we go through, stories of breakthrough, stories of faith rising up and growth and toughness in our life, God. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor because you deserve it. Thank you for this opportunity to lean in. And I pray we continue to reflect and continue to lean in because we know you'll give us a response. We pray this all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Caught in emotions, trying so hard, but totally lost control. Oh, oh, oh. Wanna fit in, but coming up empty. Living for likes, tell me, is there anything else? Oh, oh, I've been so lost. There's gotta be more than this. Then I found you. Everything changed, you, everything's different Got a glimpse of your love And I'll never get past it, you Everything's changed, you, everything's different Got a glimpse of your love And I'll never get past it Nah, 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 nah No, I'll never get past it Na 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 na. No, I'll never get past it. I try to stay cool, but under the surface, I'm losing my mind. Nothing can touch this love. Oh, 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 oh you're off in mine. I'll never live a day without. Then I found. Got a glimpse of your love, yeah And I'll never get past it, you Everything's changed, you Everything's different Got a glimpse of your love And I'll never get past it Na, 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 na No, I'll never get past it Na, 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 na no, I'll never get past it Hey, thanks for listening to the River Valley Podcast It would help us out a ton If you could rate, 
and review this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and also share it with somebody. We hope that this isn't just for people in our church. We hope that this is people far beyond that, but we know that people in our church maybe don't even know about it yet. We're talking about it on weekends. We're sharing in announcements, but maybe you're a listener, but someone in your small group isn't or someone at your campus. So would you send it to them, share it with them so that they can receive this and then rate it wherever you listen so that more people can find this podcast. If you have questions about faith, about church, about belief, about theology, about the Bible, please submit your questions. You can find us on Instagram at River Valley MN. You can also uh, email us, finding us on our website, rivervalley.org. Please, we want to hear your questions so that we can continue to answer those or at least respond to them here on the podcast. And again, thank you for listening. We'll see you in church this weekend.